BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. I'm off my game today. No, you're not. That's true. People are going to have to start making better content. I think we're going to be talking about this for a long time. When you program for everyone, you program for no one. I think it's that we're a purpose-driven platform. Like, we're trying to get to substance. How okay. was that? Are you happy with that? Yeah. This is marketing therapy right now. And it really is. <laughs> What's up? I'm Laura Carrenti. And I'm Alexa Kristen. Welcome back to Adlandia. Episode, Episode six. six. We're so excited. We're always excited. When are we not excited? It's Margarita May. Margarita May. What is it not Margarita May for us? It's like Margarita know. March. It's Margarita February. I know. February. I always see those um, memes of Justin Timberlake, like, it's gonna be May. And then I'm like, no, no it's just it's about just, margaritas. Yeah, it's it's just... Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. My favorite holiday. So we had an amazing um, session with two phenomenal oh. people, Lena Dunham and Jenny, Jenny Connor. Connor. The brain behind six seasons of HBO Girls. And uh, Lenny Letter which is this amazing newsletter, if you don't know about it, that's really written for women. For us, really. Yeah, and for, for us. <laughs> just for us. Just for us. <laughs> but, but for millennial women, and we talked to them a bit about this, and I think you'll hear it in the back half of the show, and the impetus for the newsletter, but how it's totally provided some much-needed fresh perspective about issues that go far beyond mascara. And I think that their approach is a very creative approach, which... Yes, sounds like obvious. It's Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor, but it's hard to do that when you're selling your product. Right. right. And the whole transition from Hollywood to the media world, which is an interesting one because, yeah. you know, Lena is somebody who um, has 
created quite a platform for herself, you know, both in the creative world and the political world. And how do you transition those things when you need to start talking to brands and advertisers? And I thought her responses were raw. They were honest. And you know what was cool? We got to hang out in their hotel room drinking some wine. We didn't have margaritas, but we had some wine. Right. Jenny razzed uh, Cam about his age um, or looking so young. So we're going to have to post <laughs> some pictures. What did she call of him? She, um, jailbait. No, besides Olive, jailbait. Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> she said she asked him if he would say, uh, may I have some more, please, sir? And he, he actually it. wouldn't. No. So I would. If Jenny Connor asked me to say that, I would have said know, it. I know, Cam. That could have been like your, your breakout moment. Yeah, that could have been an audition you didn't even know was happening. But yeah. anyhow, uh, transitioning into our industry. One Big headlines, so huge oh. headlines. I mean, ESPN uh, laid off, I think, a hundred or over a hundred people, but it was some of their top talent, right? Um, and it was, I don't know, we call it the gong sometimes, or the signal and the noise, like right. gong. Can we need a sound effect for that? Like gong. And you sent me this article that we were um, going back and Bloomberg forth about article. from Bloomberg, just about. Not so much focused on the uh, talent that was laid off, which I think a lot of people are covering, but I loved Bloomberg's position on the fact that for the longest time, Disney and ABC has gotten away with the premium prices that they've charged. They've been muscling the industry. Right, because yeah. it was a bundle yeah. with some of their products. So for those that are listening, typically when media buyers go and seek to do deals or buy ad space, for example, on ESPN.com or, or commercials in the show um, or on the the network, um, it's usually bundled. You have to bundle. You have, you have to, to, um, to bundle most, most of the time. Most of the time, strong-armed into, you know, ads across ABC and, and Disney. And this is just the way the industry's worked with some of the bigger networks, right? They put the cash cow front and center, and then there's a lot of plus ones or add-ons that become a part of that buy. And ESPN, as a result, has paid an extraordinary amount for best-in-class talent, kind of monopolized the sports market. Talent and, well, then then there's the other side of it, right? right. NFL, MLB, NBA. Mm-hmm. NBA. They've all been taking, in, not maybe not taking advantage, but maybe taking advantage. Right. I mean, that's what this article kind of nodded to is like, okay, Disney, ABC, ESPN, been muscling the world with this bundle. But on the Cornering other side the market, of it, right. the content fees... To, to carry that ca- content is extraordinary. And in most cases billions. now, it's billions. It's eclipsing revenue. Right. Well, this is the issue, right? And so these talent cuts were a signal of cost cutting, which the article su- suggests was ESPN's way of signaling to the network that they're trying to right size the ship. Yep. But the problem is, and what I love that the article called out, is that people are getting sports content from a plethora of other places now. Yeah. If you think about it, they have not reinvented for channels beyond cable. No, they can't right now, right? They've been historically strapped to the television set. Right. What's the sports center for Snapchat? What's the live streaming, um, you know, courtside talent? You, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. They, they haven't gone Which beyond. Which we've talked about for years. And they haven't yeah. really diversified the cast in a way where they've kind of pulled these... I'll say internet sensation people who, uh, you know, are, have become voices for certain sports, right? So they haven't yeah. leaned into the influencer market of, you know, people that might have blogs and et cetera. And they've kind of held this premium stature, missing the opportunity to get in at the grassroots, which is kind of a persistent theme on the show. I and totally so agree. I saw in the Wall Street Journal from Bloomberg CRO, um, who's one of our faves, Keith, uh, Keith Grossman. Grossman. Um, is this idea that uh, they're going to become the first official news partner for Twitter, which is like live drop streaming the mic. 24 hours a day. This, I think, 
changes the game for Twitter. A hundred percent. So when I was reading that article and hearing the rumblings about this, the thing that came to my mind is why can Bloomberg do this? They can because of who Bloomberg is, right? 24-hour news, business news business network. Business news network without being strapped to the legacy media models right. that exist today. They're nimble. They're right. nimble because yeah, you know, I wouldn't call them niche, but in some cases as compared to a Fox business, they're Super niche. niche. And yeah. compared to a CNN, niche. And then as much as I think it's a great way for Bloomberg to get in front of a younger audience, and I think it was a very strategic move on their part, I actually think the bigger benefactor is going to be Twitter. I think this moves them into 100%. a different uh, realm of credibility. I think this gets them past the breaking news. Their new tagline in their campaign has been, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and this gets you to the heart of that. It'll be interesting to see um, how Bloomberg programs for that. Is it going to be all business? They ventured into lifestyle. I think talent, we'll, we'll get yeah, more oh, of talent's that. Talent's going to be like big, 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 big. I mean, I would love to see Bloomberg and Twitter work together to bring talents up Right. Through just the Twitter verse. Right. right. Like these are people with perspective. Yeah. That are considered through their following as subject matter experts. If done right, the Bloomberg News Network on Twitter has the ability to surpass globally. I agree. Audiences 100%. that cable networks on TV are doing today. A hundred percent. And for that, Keith Grossman, you are a smart man. Keith and Justin Smith. And Justin Smith. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice job. So talking about creative partnerships, super excited to have Lena Dunham and Jenny, Jenny Connor, Connor, co-founders of Lenny Letter and obviously the ever girls. successful six season long girls um, who just had its final run. I think what we were really excited and hope comes through in the show is that um, the impetus for creating their media company was born out of the same reason Adlandia was really found, is that two creative people coming together, having really, really substantive conversations about their passions. And in a place where they weren't seeing those conversations happen, right? There's power in having a bunch of creators and um, putting a bunch of voices together for a certain perspective. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah, we love, this is a special we one. We love recording it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, 
take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents 
a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to Atlantia, everyone. We are so over the moon to have two of our most favorite, favorite. badass women of Hollywood who are now taking the media world by storm. Everybody welcome Lena Dunham and Jenny, Jenny Connor. Connor. Hi Thank there. You. Thank you for having us. You know, we've been on some podcasts, but this is a pretty exciting one. We are well, so, we're so excited. Yeah, You're dude. excited. <laughs> um, so ladies, a lot of exciting things going on in Lenny land. Yep. Oh, oh, that's our wine. I think that's our wine. <laughs> and we're having wine delivered in the middle of the show, everyone. You guys know what kind of guests um, you've got I on hope they hands. don't card Cam. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're worried that they're employing child labor because Cam's so fresh-faced. So, ladies, you announced Lenny America IRL in real life for all of our listeners last week. Can you tell us a little bit about the roadshow? Yeah. So our roadshow um, is going to be a night. We're going to six cities across America, not, you know, coastal lead cities, but like cities that are in freaking actual America. And we're going to be bringing a range of talent. So we're going to be bringing musician Waxahachie, comedians like Morgan Murphy and Zashir Zameda, poet Rachel McKibbins, Jenny Zhang, essayists like Chloe Caldwell. We're going to have an amazing mix of female talent we are going to have at least one dollar of each ticket sale benefiting a local charity um, amazing so some of those are going to be supporting lgbtq rights arts education for women and one of the reasons we wanted to do it now is just because it feels like it's a really important time to bring women together and it's not even doesn't even have to be overtly political it just has to be a space where they feel safe thank you happy and a place for them to form friendships that, you know, may be birthed from the fact that they read Lenny and decide to go on the tour, but that's not what they're ultimately about. So what's interesting about where you are today is that, and I know this because my Facebook memories told me so, it was cheers, about one year ago. Cheers, cheers, thank you. It was about a year ago that we convened for the first time. Hold on, and we fell deeply in love with you. Okay. Same. And it was really when Lenny was first getting its kind of grasp of, brand marketing and meeting with advertisers and really kind of I would almost venturing. say it was right before that <laughs> like, I, it, it, it was I our, wouldn't say we had a grasp at that dinner I would say that was the beginning of our education wonderful um so what we were really curious to know is like what was the jumping off point we've asked you this many times but we'd love our listeners to hear about kind of that transition from girls of Hollywood literally and figuratively um, <laughs> moving into, into media, into media company, and saying yeah. like this is a an opportunity. Well, yeah. something that just occurred to me actually as we were all gathered the other night with some uh -oh. great women in marketing and advertising, something that occurred to me is like Jenny and my primary yes, we're screenwriters, yes, we're directors, but our primary love is telling stories. It's what we've both always wanted to do in some form. I would agree with that. And I think being at HBO, a place that had no advertising where we didn't have to kind of satisfy anyone except creative executives 
at the network, we did have some fear jumping into Lenny because we knew that in order to keep a media business afloat, we had to have relationships with advertisers. But once we realized that ad partnerships were a way to tell stories, we became so much less afraid because Mm -hmm. we realized people were coming to us for our specific voice and that we had the power to kind of like push narratives because the fact is like in some way advertising is the media that all of us engage with the most every single day. It's like subtly inculcated into our minds all day, every day as we're in transit. And so if you can turn that into narratives that actually affect people and normalize certain things, that's really exciting. And I think we've really taken that on as a challenge. You know, the very first ad we ran, we were like, here we go, because we'd been just Lenny paying for ourselves, going right. down that road. And right. then we ran, I think The Secret was our first, right? Yeah. And we ran it, and we were like, here we go. We're going to hear about this on Twitter, and no one blinked. No, like, people, people are so used to seamless, Can you talk about, though, because ads. one of the things that was important about what you did, and I think a lot of our um, brand marketers who listen are always curious to understand how to authentically tell a creative story with a partner, was that the copy in those ads, even though they were traditional ads, still spoke specifically to the Lenny reader. Well, yeah. it was like the whole premise of the ad was sort of like about stress sweat and like how do you deal with the situations that make you sweat? So for example, there was like a great picture of like a cake topper with two women on it and it said like for that moment you have to tell grandma that Sally's not just your roommate. Like things that were a little daring for a beauty company and they spoke to a millennial reader who wasn't necessarily living a quote-unquote traditional lifestyle and people actually commented on Twitter. They were like, these ads are really funny. And so it was really exciting for us because it reminded us that like we could hold on to our voice in that context. And so sometimes it's just about us injecting the fullness of our passion. And also Jenny and I are two people like, you know, we like like stuff. We like products. We like products that are well done. Like we don't have a kind of chip on our shoulder about corporate America. We just want to see it done well with style and with ethics. Ben said it, Ben Cooley said it, your CEO said it on our first episode, like you pick brands to work with that have like-minded values around a certain topic and yeah. you can. Yeah, and, and they should. pick us. Like yes, no brands was, who don't. It was a choice. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and plenty of brands, I'm sure, like I don't want to touch that. And we're like, fine, that seems right. Well, yeah. it's so funny, like I feel like I can say this because who cares and I won't work with them. I got a call, well, I got a call from a beer company like maybe a year ago. And Ben was like, this could be kind of a big deal. They want you to do this big Super Bowl ad. I was like, me? And they, I was like, I don't, I barely take a sip of wine. Like, me? And he was like, no, they're really looking to, like, connect to more um, millennial women. And they sent me a pitch that had nothing to do with millennial women. Yeah. Basically, the entire joke was that I was, like, fat and confused in a bar. They were like, but they're really open to your creative notes. I write back, like, what if this was a party of women and it celebrated body diversity and it was women enjoying beer who don't fit into the traditional mold of, like, a, and it's like a barbecue and you've got, like, you know, plus-size women and trans women and all kinds of women enjoying themselves together. Just, like, crickets and never <laughs> heard from them again. But I was like, that clearly was the wrong brand partnership. So we want to <clears throat> dig in a little bit to like a lot, the of, stu- it. A lot of it, yeah. but the stuff that we don't think that people, because most of the questions that are aimed at you typically come from your creative work and the, the stuff that you do with HBO and what have you. We're more interested to know, like on the media side, is there a creative trigger that's different than what happens on the girls front or some of the other some of the other work you've done like i mean yeah i think there is and i think it's like exciting for us actually because 
you know, we did girls for six years and it was always creatively challenging. There wasn't a moment where we went like, well, this is so easy, but right. it, it was always really challenging. But like, this is an entirely new business. As I said, like, you know, HBO is behind a paywall. We don't have to sell a thing. Right. And it's interesting to try to be creative and also, you know, sell something at the same time. Right. And also like, it's like, a, it's a new part of our brain that we haven't used before. I was always that ornery teenager who was like, I'm going to say whatever I want. If I get sent home from school, who gives a shit? And I never got sent home from school because I went to like a super alternative school. And <laughs> so no one ever sent me home from school. But to kind of also try to figure out in Lenny how to express our politics and our views in a way that's clear and strong and not pulling any punches, but also leaves isn't daring advertisers to go fuck themselves. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So can we yeah. talk, yeah. About we that. talk about that's, that? Because yeah. that is something that we find to be really interesting as more and more people from Hollywood and celebrity culture start to venture into our world and building media companies because yeah. we're starting to see, and Alex and I talk a lot about this trend of personality as platform, like born out of ideals and values and philosophies just about- Or skill, skill. like, yeah. I mean, amazing skill, beautiful well, like, work. To me, the bedrock know? of Lenny is, and I said this Jenny early on, she- like blushed or whatever, but it's really, to me, the bedrock of Lenny, obviously we have an amazingly talented team, but it's like, it was always about our friendship and taking the conversations that we have within our friendship and the dialogues and making that something that everybody could have a glimpse at. And then it became more- Did you write the creative for our show? That's what we did. (laughs) And then it became more about lifting up other women's voices. But what it really came from is like, we're engaged media people. We text each other all day long about what's happening in the world and commenting on it. And so it was like the content of our friendship and our bond and having that space to kind of like work out your feelings about cultural events- that was really important to us. But then, you know, to add the element of lifting up the voices of women who may not necessarily have a platform. So building on that, Lena, because one of the things Alexa and I were curious to know is like, how much of Lenny was inspired by culture versus an effort to shape it? What we said was like, is there, is it a reflection of culture in some ways? Or is it a projection? Well, it definitely started as a reflection. I mean, that was, we just sort of wanted a space that was more than 140 characters to talk about things we care about and that could be reproductive rights and that could be nail stickers. And we wanted to be able to have that entire range available to us. And, and, um, you know, Lena got quoted a lot out of context and I think it came from that too. It came from this idea of like, let's take control of your voice since it's like this endless just in parade. Just well, in it was general. a secret that yeah. I like for the first six years, five years of our show just got my ass endlessly kicked by the internet. And I always say like, you do develop this thick skin, but I think we thought like, how nice would it be to have a place where we actually had control of the narrative? And it wasn't just the narrative about us. We had control of the narrative about the issues that mattered to us. And also we were so used to, Jenny always jokes that my gravestone's gonna say. She read the comments. Yeah, because it's like, (laughs) they were so brutal. And I was ready for them to be brutal, but I wasn't ready quite for what actually came when the show came out. And so we may also made a very conscious choice to create a space where like positivity was sort of required. Like there's not, unless you're going to go off on a tweeting spree, like there's not really space on Lenny and within Lenny to be negative. And I think it's interesting, right? To like, we look at the two of you as very strong women and very public platforms. And as much as you have to tune it out, in our opinion, you also have to drink it in because outside of all the bullshit, there are people who are looking to you to 
answer questions, to help advise and inform them about things that they might not know about. In as much as we see that as a testing ground for new content and ideas and inspiration about trends or thematics that Lenny might be writing about. So how do you balance those things? Well, I mean, our general rule has just been to, we listen to the kind of thoughtful and considered criticism mm-hmm. and we don't listen to like the trolley comments. Yeah. And that's basically Remember when we got how we hear it. And I called you crying we got, we got trolled and I said, I, I mean, it was like the shit. first episode. Yeah. <laughs> we got trolled and I said, it doesn't matter. Like we have to move forward. This yeah. is going to happen. And when, so one of the things is like when you put yourself out there, it's almost, I mean, now, now the thing, unfortunately, the reason- what you the reason I'm so noisy about it isn't like, oh, I'm a celebrity and Jenny and I are just trying to make feminist art and leave us alone. It's because what I'm experiencing is on a very macro level what teenagers experience on the internet every day. Yes. And there's like Which we didn't have growing up. No, no and it's really real and it scares me. And like, you know, thinking about Jenny's kids who are so important to me and thinking about the internet culture that we currently have. Like, I think it's important for celebrities to speak out about it, not because like, oh, we're such gentle flowers, we can't take it, but because what celebrities experience is just a mirror of what everybody experiences who is existing on the internet. And high school kids are more brutal than anybody, than any troll you could ever deal with. This is not a question, it's a comment. So one of the things that Laura and I talked about, and we were talking about it today when we were like, "What? where do we want to start? Like, what do we want to really talk about? Because we like to get to like some of the nuts, right? Um, Um, We were like, nobody in the media space is talking talking to people like us. They're talking about what I should wear. They're talking about the 10 things that are going to get me abs that still never fucking happen. Mm -hmm. But they're not talking about business issues. They're not teaching me how to finance my money. They're not telling me how to manage someone. You talked about managing someone like your first management experience. And I was like, ah, that's real. It was intelligent. It was so thoughtful. Do you know there are people in their 50s in corporate America who don't talk about being thoughtful about who they're working with? as human beings and actually like lifting them up. And the way you talked about it was so intelligent. It wasn't just words. It was meaning. And it's funny because we we knew it was substantive. We meet a lot of people that they'll take content and it's very surface out there. But the big news companies. What's What's going to get a hit? What's going to trending on Twitter? But meaningful conversations don't happen. That's all we've got. I mean, I truly think we are so bad at Figuring out what's trending and figuring out, I mean, that so is so refreshing. Do you but, care? I mean, I like to be good at things. So yeah. I kind of yeah. care. It seems like interesting, but I do think like that, that our entire, every piece of our work is about connecting with other people. Yeah. And I always talk about this when I'm talking about producing um, our show, which is that I do think that we don't separate the creative and, and, the personal, and that's part of the way we manage people. You know what struck me about Lenny when I started reading it? I just want to talk about this. <laughs> um, I go to Lenny to think. I go to Lenny, and not to think, like just think pieces and I'm thinking through stuff, but I go to Lenny to be my Reflect creative and, self. And be converse, my creative yeah. self. It's like yeah. be my, like when I, it's really funny. So I read, this is like my turning point with Lenny, by the way. <laughs> I became a reader to impassioned when i read your kesha piece oh amazing and i was like i did not like kesha i don't like kesha's music i didn't like anything about kesha i read this piece and it wasn't about being a woman it was about being a human and it was about being able to create 
and being free to create. You were talking about freedom and creation. Right. Holy shit, rock the room. Right, That's right, as right, basic right. as you get as a human, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there we have lots of things where that I'm so happy you felt that way. But it's interesting. Like I happen to be a huge Gigi Hadid fan. I love her. I love what she's like done for the modeling world. I think she's really like an interesting and accessible figure. But when we did our piece about Gigi punching back at the guy who attacked her yeah. at Paris Fashion Week, it's like you can be the most fucking radical girl in the world in Portland, and you'll still agree that Gigi Hadid has a right to modeling. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, but with her or with Kesha. And what we always try to hit at is like, it doesn't matter. Or like when we did a piece with Khloe Kardashian, it's like, it doesn't really matter if you, we adore it because it's just about non-judgmental spirituality. So it doesn't matter what you think about keeping up with the Kardashians. It doesn't matter what your opinion about her marriage is. All that matters is that you're able to connect with a woman on another issue. In a show that went Mm -hmm. to the Lost Files, we talked about how (laughs) Khloe Kardashian's good American denim line. Our favorite. I'm wearing them right now. I love those. No, I have 10 pairs and I love it. And I loved on Instagram when someone was like, these aren't even made in America. Why would you call them good American? And she was like, actually, they're made in LA with humane practices and shut the fuck up. Like (laughs) she knows her stuff and she made it so clear from the beginning that it was for, like, so many companies are doing stuff that is in quote-unquote plus size, but what they show is the size four, and then they let you know in the small type, right. oh, we go to available. a 3XL, yeah. it's available. And what I love is she was like, oh, no, we're going to see all of it, and I'm going to make it cool. I yeah. consider that in its own right, both product innovation, but also what I'll say, uh, authentic innovation in a way. Innovation is something that gets thrown around a lot. People will come up to me and say, we need to be innovative about this. I'm like, well, well, what it? So what, what is innovation? Mean, people give you notes like this could be 10% funnier. I know. Oh, you're no. like, well, I'll work I on know, that. but like, <laughs> can you tell us what innovation, innovation means, means to you? you? I mean, something Jenny says a lot, which I love is she's like, let's crack our brains open. Like when we're stuck and we're kind of going for the obvious thing, she says, let's crack our brains open. Like when we're in the writer's room. And to me, what that's representative of is like, let's not do the same thing that we've done before. Let's ask what haven't we seen on television? What haven't we seen in this space? What And a big thing we talk about in Lenny meetings is like, like we'll talk about a topic and we'll go, this is cool, this is awesome, but it's been covered by every other women's magazine in a way, and we're not going to have a new take on it. And so we can't- Or we'll say, how, what's the Lenny way into this? So what, yeah. is what is the Lenny way? I yeah. mean, actually, the Chloe one is a good one, which is like, it's with Chloe Kardashian, we were like, everyone thinks they know every single thing about Khloe Kardashian because the Kardashians share everything. Except it was a real surprise to us and to a lot of people that she has this incredibly religious side. And so that's sort of the Lenny way into talking about Khloe, which we're stoked to talk about her jeans and we're stoked to talk about her hair and her nails. But also I'm like, that's a really interesting side of her that you don't see on Keeping Up with the Kardashians and you don't see on Revenge Body and you don't hear about and in Us Weekly. And on a more serious note, like, for example, when everyone was talking about Brock Turner, and obviously that was a situation we wanted to conquer, but we wanted to be respectful to everybody else's coverage and not just be part of the news cycle. And Jenny saw a tweet from Roxanne Gay talking about what, Bro- like, the racial aspect and what Brock Turner's sentence would be like if he were a young black man. And Jenny immediately reached out to Roxanne Gay and said, we would kill to have this in Lenny. What do we have to do? Because the Lenny way in was a way that didn't, looked at it through a multitude of lenses and it wasn't just one, it wasn't just the 
Brock Turner's evil take. It was also the take on what Brock Turner's sentencing told young black men in this country. Yeah. So totally. why the newsletter as a first way to reach your audience? Why was that the leading choice? A few reasons. Um, one is that at the time we were making girls and it seemed like an actual manageable amount of content for us to be a part of. So on a practical level, that, that was sense, yeah. that was it. Yeah. And then on a creative level, I think it just felt really intimate. And we yeah. like the feeling of it feeling intimate. You don't scroll away. We're not clicking off into other places. You yeah. can like download it and watch it. What's interesting is you got really into it. Yeah. You, you got are, like, yeah. well, which it's interesting because we didn't expect this resurgence of newsletters. So now Nobody it seems did. like tons and tons of companies are using it as a format. And I even get newsletters from the companies that I order clothing from that have like that kind of like chatty, friendly, you know, like yeah. I get like a shop bop note that's like, feels like it's like talking to me intimately. And it's an interesting thing that that's becoming more appealing because I do think the world is getting so saturated with media. We're getting so exhausted by what we're seeing that just a moment to steal away is so important. Yeah. And and I think internet content was starting to be almost like this incredible onslaught and we didn't want to be part of that. Yeah, so two areas that I love that because we all, we like to brainstorm. Um, we usually and, brainstorm on the show, but we won't make <laughs> we you won't, do We that. won't do that. But I do think um, education and curriculum is another one I would love to see Lenny go into. I think that um, there's a street school that you guys bring to the surface that hmm. a lot of brands or media companies rather are reporting on versus reporting from. And I think you two bring a, and, and your team, um, some street smart that young women don't often get from, you know, their peers. Something we also I think care that's a great idea. Lot. And Laya Garcia is really our link to that, our yeah. associate editor. And she's just amazing. Like, And something we also care a lot about is international because of the fact that women don't have the same experience everywhere that they live. Like the experience of a woman living in the Middle East or the experience of a woman living, woman living in Italy is totally different than the experience of a woman living in America. And like, for example, recently a piece that I was really excited about is we published a piece by my Icelandic friend, Herdis Sigrum's daughter, mm-hmm. about a recent murder in Reykjavik and how it had changed women's perceptions because of what was Because there were safe. literally no murders in Reykjavik. Yeah, and there's, there was a, such a tiny city. Yeah. I mean, population-wise, it's, it's, it's the whole me, place. All of Iceland is 300,000. Yeah. So to me, to be able to give people a window into the fact that like women in Iceland have been walking home alone happily in miniskirts for years and now feel fear, it's like I really love being able to speak to the women in Iceland and also being able to educate the women in New York about how like – their experience of being like, don't take the subway after one and here's when you walk with your friends was completely different than the experience of Icelandic women. And so we think more and more about what Lenny International would look like and what love it would that. I love like. that, yeah. What is the that. one most common thing you think people misunderstand about your creative partnership and Lenny? Oh, that's such that's a good a question. question. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, I think it's very easy for people to make, I mean, we have an amazing creative partnership and the more I learn about other people's, the more I understand how blessed we are because we're able to communicate clearly and quickly and we share taste and those are all the things that you and we really love each other. But I think it is easy for people to talk about partnerships, especially between women as like these sort of like adorable things and forget that it's just this like incredibly hard grueling work it's like right. we're really tired a lot of the time we're really pushing ourselves forward at moments but we when do contribute hard. to that because we do also 
you know, we talk about our friendship a lot publicly. Yeah. And and we and and that is creating a slightly adorable narrative around it. Totally. You know, like right. we really do. So I think we also are part of that mythology. Um I want everyone to think we're adorable and work really hard. Well we are. Yeah. Well you do. And we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's my dream. I think you're adorable. <laughs> we know you work really hard. You guys are We've adorable. With you. you guys are so, so adorable. So here's our game. Oh, great. Okay. You know, kill, fuck, marry. Yes. Yeah. Right? Do you love it? We do. We love yeah. it. Yeah. So I call it fuck, of. marry, kill. That's oh, this is, sort this of, is a debate. That's what this we this is a debate. always called it, fuck, marry, Maybe kill. It's David Platt said the same thing. I guess it's my Anyway, so no, know. it's not you. In New Jersey, the, the first thing you think is I grew is up kill. in Nebraska. It's the same thing. So our game is still incorporates kill. But it's kill by DIYs. Do it yourself. Smart. Love this game. So what would you kill? I feel like what before would you buy? Trump won, I would have said kill Twitter. But now that our world has gone turned upside down, I actually think Twitter is a really valuable I news source. totally agree. So would, would you pay you for it? it? Would you pay for it? I would pay for it. Yes. So would you buy it? I would buy Twitter. Okay. Check. Okay. What would you kill? We don't ever disagree in this way, but I would kill Twitter. Oh, like at the end of the day, I just feel as though Twitter's had opportunities to say like we're behind women and we're behind LGBTQ people and we don't support this kind of dialogue and they've only done it in the most superficial of ways. And like I love I started out on Twitter It's how I met so many of my friends. I love it as a product. I would just like to see them like step up the way that Instagram or Facebook has stepped up to create um, the right environment. Yeah, yeah. wait, I'm killing it, too. Now I have so much shame. What if we DIY Twitter? What yeah, if you, you do go. it yourself. Yes, Why would you do What would you do differently? What I would do was create different filters. I feel like right now Twitter's in this weird space where they're straddling the area between freedom of speech and they're going like, it's freedom of speech, but we're going to filter some people. Like I would bring together psychiatrists, psychologists, feminists, experts on LGBTQ youth and think about what are the things that we actually need to be banning that are hurting people's health and hurting like the sort Jack of Jack Dorsey call Lena Dunham well I've tried Jack Dorsey and you stopped answering my emails so I feel like I can be really open about that maybe you should tweet it I know at, at Jack Dorsey where did the emails just drop at Jack, Jack. Just at, Jack. at Jack the emails dropped off around the beginning of 2016 um so yeah, let's okay. DIY so we'll Twitter. DIY it. Okay, what are our other options? We fuck kill. No, we kill. No. No. Well, you can kill. Like, kill. What would you kill? Fox News. Yeah, we let's kill Fox All News. Right, There's no fine. purpose. Like, for let's it put. It, I mean, I think Fox News wants to kill Fox News. Yeah, right let's now. put it well, out of its I misery. Think Fox News is changing. I do. I really. I mean, they have I'm not no choice. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, but like, I was like, I was like, changing to what? No, no, no. Um, I mean, I think that you have conversations with people on the right side often. Um, you mean this like like the right, the correct, the side correct side, or, no, or the, the right wing? Right wing. I've had some, but I wouldn't say that people in the right wing are incredibly interested in talking to me. I wouldn't say that I'm like their number one target demo for person to have a conversation with. I um, think it's interesting because I think, I we think need it would be more amazing. Yeah, I think we need more of it too. But I think that like I mean that's what we keep saying, right? Like people have to come together. Because would you have right wing people on Lenny? We, haven't we? We haven't. We've tried. We've tried. What about we've tried, the people have sort of said We to are me, like, open to the Lenny way into the right wing person. So a personal thing, story telling us why they choose what they choose. choose, what right. they choose. 
why well, the they though, that, that why they're against abortion, something like that. Like we what's are. What's hard though is a lot of them don't want to necessarily appear on on Lenny? Lena Dunham's newsletter. Yeah. yeah, they just don't think it's a good law. And so which, for whatever. that, I think is misunderstood because you are willing. So what would you buy? buy. What would you buy? Buy. This is a really, really good question. I would, um, like buy because I want to own it because I think it's such a good business model. Yes. Dry bar. I think Ali Webb is a genius. I actually totally agree. I had a friend who wanted to do. We blow, all did. Blow bar. Tell me. And I was by like, the way, start blow bar. Right, but dry bar. Yeah. Who, who didn't think of it? Who didn't think of it? I thought of it. I thought it was going to be called blowout, but I didn't do it. She no. created it. She put the romantic comedy movies up she picked the colors she made it she hollywood a, regency ha, she's a hairstyle i know i love my it. time like, <laughs> yes like she's brilliant I yeah i love her I she goes love to my it, gym and i really agree with it i would buy shen beauty in brooklyn which is a really great natural beauty like it's like a natural sephora because i think it needs to exist all around the country and they do a really amazing mix of like treatments selling you stuff that's like natural and paraben free and whatever but like keeping it still feeling sexy so what it's about like, doing a lenny shen beauty line that would be right right yeah well is there anything else you'd want to leave with the brand community that they need to know about lenny that you think is important that hasn't been represented in the market well i mean you guys honestly have taught us so much about this world and what i would say is that because we're still i think at the very beginning of our learning curve that don't make a decision about Lenny without talking to us first because we're actually maybe more open and more creative than you think. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that too. Well, Landia, Lena Dunham, Jenny, Jenny Connor. Connor. Thank you. Ladies, Ladies of, of Lenny. Ladies of Lenny. The Thank wine you. and the conversation has it's been rich. Thank you. Cheers. 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 Love you guys. Love you guys. That was so fun. That was so Did fun. You, was it like for you guys? It was like, like nothing we've ever done before. Yeah, That's good. I swear to God. Um, that wraps this week's episode of Atlantia. A few people we need to thank. Cameron Drews, our producer. Matt Turk, Andy Bowers, and our team at Panoply. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Tweet us at Atlantia Podcast. Like us. Leave us a review. Send us your thoughts. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Full disclosure, our opinions are our own. We're going to get arrested for having alcohol around him. <laughs> probably will, I know. Right? Yeah. Cam, how old are you actually? I'm turning 27. No yes. way. Cam, yes. you're much less of a deal. Literally, for the audience at home, if you have a so. fetish for Oliver, this is your guy. He's adorable. He's he literally looks. No, I know. Oliver, Oliver is sad. handsome. Oliver yeah. makes me sad. But like, I bet if you could get him to say, please, sir, may I have, may some, I have more? some more? <laughs> Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.